So welcome back to the podcast where we appreciate all things and all things being today being football. So it's the football podcast because it is a Tuesday and it is the last game of the week was played yesterday. So which in which the Patriots beat the Jets. But I will talk about that in a second after I get done with this intro because as always you're listening to the Caleb Jackson show on Spotify available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow me on Twitter as well at the C Jackson show. Be on the lookout for new podcasts, new everything, just updates on my podcast and whatnot. Go ahead and add me on Snapchat too while you're at it, honestly. Um it was my Snapchat. What is my Snapchat? Hold on. At CJack2342. And I, I really wish we could change our Snapchat names, I guess. But, you know, what are you, you going to do? But, anyways, it's the football podcast because football is great. And slowly, if you if you don't, if not into football and um, you listen to this podcast, I want you to actually, like, I want to explain football to people who don't really get it. Because I want to, I want people to see the, like, the, the chess match within it, I guess. Like, the what we as football fans or football fanatics even uh, just see um, as opposed to what other people see. Because, you know, people watch football and be confused as fuck. And the or same thing with baseball or even soccer. Like, I used to be confused as hell watching soccer because I did not know what offsides was at all. But um, I saw offsides get called on somebody like nine times. And I was like, why, why do they keep blowing the whistle? This is stupid. But um, now, actually, I've uh, ever since 2016, uh, wait, no, was it 16? I think it was four, no, I think it was fourteen or twenty eighteen. I want to say twenty fourteen, but ever since about then, I've had kind of a new, different kind of appreciation for soccer. I guess I don't know, but uh, soccer aside, it's football time, not football, but football time. So this week we had a few good matchups, actually, both college and NFL. I'll hit on a little college real quick. Actually, we had an upset from Notre Dame, which was surprising to me because Notre Dame's always a little suspect at some point in time. Notre Dame took on Clemson and beat Clemson, which, like I said, is, I didn't, I was not expecting that shit. Uh, let's see, what was the score? The score ended up being, hold on, forty-seven to forty in to double overtime. So it was a good game. Clemson hung in there, and uh, but Notre Dame etched it out in overtime. Uh, Ohio State beat Rutgers 49-27. Oregon beat Stanford thirty-five to fourteen. Arkansas beat Tennessee twenty-four to thirteen. Let's see. Washington State beat Oregon State 38-28. Coastal Carolina, ranked number 15 Coastal Carolina, that is, beat South Alabama 23-6. Hawaii beat Mexico 39. No, beat New Mexico, excuse me, 39-33. Let's run through some other ones. Wednesday, Wednesday's games last week, Kent State beat Michigan, Eastern Michigan 27-23. Western Michigan beat Akron 58-13. Buffalo beat Northern Illinois 49-30. <gasps> Central Michigan, shout out, wait a minute, hold on, let's look at the Central Michigan game because I know somebody playing, should be playing for Central Michigan, let's see here, oh, I guess he didn't play this week, but we'll get to see him play eventually, hopefully, eventually, shout out to Ty Brock, and really before I, like, I get into it, shout out to everybody in Everybody who I went to high school, everybody from around my area, College Station, Brian College Station, playing, doing their thing, balling out. See, so just name a quick few Josh Donovan, Tamarcus Davis, Ty Brock, Brandon Joseph, Jordan Bellows, if you're still, if you're still long snapping that blend, uh, Eric Peterson, shout out to him, Keelan Reed, Quandre White, 
if I didn't mention your name, hit me up, man. I'll mention you on another one. And shout out to another, a few other guys from, like I said, just around the area, you know, just balling out doing their thing. It's good to see. It's nice seeing local guys do good. I don't know. But anyways, so Central Michigan beat Ohio 30-27. Miami, Ohio, Miami beat Ball State 38-31. 30, Toledo beat Bowling Green 38-3. And I like watching these lower conference games because there's still a lot of good football really a lot of really good athletes on this, in these levels. And so that's why I like I like watching them and uh, seeing them kind of get their recognition as well. So it's cool. That, it's cool that they get that not only because of social distancing, now that they're um, – now that these games are taking place on ESPN on Wednesdays and stuff, you know, they get their names out there, you know, their schools get a little more money, but also, you know, these athletes get, like, they get their, their due diligence, you know what I mean? They're, they're playing, they're balling their hearts out just like everybody else, so. But, Nevada, on Thursday, November 5th, Nevada took on Utah State and beat them 34-9. Colorado State beat Wyoming 34-24. I'm just going to run through these college scores real quick. Don't want to take up too much time, but Miami took on NC State and beat them 44-41. Shout out to Kyle Faro. Kyle Faro, all his Miami teams winning, man. I know Kyle is probably the happiest dude alive right now. San Jose State <laughs> beat San Diego State 28-17, and BYU beat Boise State 51-17. BYU is put, it has a pretty good squad this year. I'm not even going to cap on that. Zach Wilson is a pretty fucking good quarterback. He went 22-28, uh, 360, and three touchdowns this week. Let's see what he's been slowly putting up numbers every game. First game, two thirty-two, two intercept, two touchdowns. Excuse me. Um, second game against Troy, three ninety-two, two touchdowns. Third game against Louisiana Tech, three twenty-five, two touchdowns. Fourth game against UTSA, two ninety-two, two touchdowns. Fifth game against U of H, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Fifth game, uh, another game against Texas State, went 287, four touchdowns. West Kentucky, he went for, is pulling up, three touchdowns, 222, or 224 on the yardage. And against Boise State, like I said, he went two, well, no, 360, three touchdowns. So, Zach Wilson is, I don't, I don't know what his classification is right now, but... He's a junior, so he could go out for the come for the NFL draft. 6'3", 210 from Draper, Utah. He is tied first for touchdowns in the nation right now. 10th for QBR at 87, 87.0. He is second in the nation with 2,512 passing yards, and he is tied 37th for two interceptions. That is... God damn. But um, that is putting up numbers, folks. I mean, but hopefully we can see him get some real teams. Well, I say real teams, quote unquote. But hopefully we get to see him against some like power five teams. But um, yeah, we'll see what he does against those teams. But if he keeps doing those, man, time will tell. But we get to Saturday in Michigan. It is surprising how they're gonna stick with Jim Harbaugh. But man, Indiana t- beat Michigan thirty-eight to twenty-one. SMU beat Temple. 47-23, USC beat Arizona State, 28-27, Texas beat West Virginia, 17-13, Liberty beat Virginia, Virginia Tech, excuse me, 38-35, Memphis beat UCF, uh, excuse me, USF, South Florida, 
34-33. Tulane beat East Carolina 38-21. North Carolina beat Duke 56-24. Hopefully I'm not boring y'all with these scores. Georgia State beat UL, UL, um, Louisiana Monroe 52-34. Northwestern beat Nebraska 21-13. Shout out to Brandon Joseph who is the number one ranked safety according to P- PFF. Oh, I'm not pro football focus, but uh, whatever. Somebody has emerged as the number one safety and greatest safety in the nation right now. So shout out to Brandon doing his thing up there. Iowa took on Michigan State and beat him, put him in the dirt. Actually, forty nine to seven. Louisiana beat Arkansas State twenty seven twenty. Georgia Southern beat Troy twenty thirteen. Let's get into the let's get into more games real quick. I feel I feel like I'm just dragging on with this real quick. Ah oh, man, I'm just getting too. Honestly, go ahead and skip ahead if you don't want to hear me keep on rambling about these college football stoke cores, but uh, I will not be mad at you if you do. But uh, just to top them off, let's go just top 25 real quick. I'm looking at all the games real quick. Get the top 25 out of the way. So like I said, Cincinnati, wait, no, hold on. Here we go. So like I said, Miami beat NC State 44-41. BYU took on Boise State, beat them 51-17. Indiana took on Michigan, beat them 38-21. SMU beat Temples 47-23. USC beat Arizona State 28-27. Texas beat West Virginia 17-13. Liberty beat Virginia Tech 38-35. Marshall beat UMass 51-10. Florida beat Georgia 44-28. Kirby Smart is head... His head's probably on the chopping block this year, but uh, time will tell. Cincinnati beat U of H 38 to 10. Oklahoma beat Kansas 62 to 9. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 20 to 18. Texas A&M beat South Carolina 48 to 3. I'll get to that in a second. Iowa State beat Baylor 38 to 31. Notre Dame beat Clemson, as I said earlier, 47 to 40 in double overtime. Ohio State beat Rutgers 49-27. And Stan- yeah, I already said those. All right. Anyways, so. With the Texas A&M part, I was right. Go listen to my Texas A&M podcast from early about mm, before the season started, and um, you'll. I was. I predicted that A&M could have a good season, and uh, I mean, there's a time will tell. We have that last stretch of A&M season, which we historically have not done good. But A&M can win out, and like low key, if they get a couple more losses, or if Notre Dame slips up, or. One of those teams in the top four slips up. A&M's ranked at number five right now. So if A&M could just win out and hoping a team can lose, A&M could really slip into the playoffs. And I'm just happy because I'm actually right. I'm not even an A&M fan. I'm just right. So, I mean, I'm not. Oh, man. Well, like I said, time will tell. But uh, hopefully, like I said, Kellen Mond and, um, you know, once Kellen Mond realizes that he can do it, you know what I mean, I think he'll be, he'll be good. But like I said, Put South Carolina in dirt 48-3 like that. South Carolina's no slouch team either. You know what I mean? So, um, A&M's, they got, they, they got a nice little squad this year. So, it be interesting to see. But, let's get to the NFL part. So, now if you skipped ahead, now you're, uh, let's see, 11-30? Okay, 11-30 is when we start NFL stuff. All right, so, now, Thursday we had the Packers take on the 49ers, 34-17. I think I predicted that, I think I predicted I cannot say predicted. I think I predicted that wrong last week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers showing us that he's still Aaron Rodgers. 305, four touchdowns, slight work. They got a pretty depleted defense. Just 49ers just battling so many injuries this year. Not even that, but they had Nick Mullins as the starting quarterback right now. No Jimmy G. So, um, you know, 49ers uh, went from Super Bowl to just uh, struggling this year. But it's a weird year, so 
can't really gotta take it as it is i guess let's see my team won houston texans won a game and if you know me and houston texans i'm a texans fan but if they lose it's another day if they win it's a great day so it was a great day. <laughs> so Texans beat the Jaguars 27-25. I know it's the Jaguars. Fuck you. We still won a game. I don't give a damn. Let's see. <laughs> Falcons beat the Broncos 34-27. Bills beat the Seahawks 44-34. Now, I'll, I'll go through the scores and then come back to the teams I want to talk about. Titans beat the Bears 24-17. Ravens beat the Colts 24-10. Chiefs beat the Panthers 33-31. They were missing Christian McCaffrey big time. Vikings beat the Lions 34-20. Vikings are sitting at 3-5 now. Not playing bad football with Dalvin Cook back. It's a big addition back to their offense, but uh, they have got to dig themselves out of a hole because it's still, still going to be the Packers and Bears fighting for that um, that playoff spot, but... Uh, Vikings might be able to sneak in if they can win out, which is I said a big if. If if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But you know that's another eight games they got to win straight. So when I mean never say never, but eh, you know Giants and the Washington Football Team. <laughs> I saw a tweet and I even retweeted it. Um, which is I I, I liked it. We retweeted it, but um. Someone said that the any NFC East game should be played at 9 a.m. Eastern time <laughs> because it was a play where um, someone fumbled and I think maybe five or six guys missed the ball and you see everybody just scrumming for it on the ground just like like it's a hot potato and even Logan Thomas, the tight end for the Washington football team, Kyle Trumbull, I, I apologize for this man, but um. Just like doing a little like toe touch, I guess. We're trying not to step on the ball, I guess, and and he ended up falling and not getting it. So it was a uh, man. But yeah, Giants beat the football team twenty three to twenty. Raiders beat the Chargers thirty one twenty six. Steelers beat the Cowboys. Sorry, Cowboys. I, <laughs> I usually don't tell Cowboy fans sorry, but I know y'all feeling it this season. Um, it's kind of what y'all get for always talking shit to every other team, but um. Like I said, I feel bad for Dak Prescott. Don't really feel bad for y'all, but um, it's what it is. Dolphins, shout out to Kyle Alfaro. Dolphins beat the Cardinals 34-31. Man, let me tell you, when that ball comes out of two of the hands, that motherfucker looks silky as hell. Um, like I think it was a goal line fade he threw, man. It just looks, I don't know. It's, it's something about left-handed quarterbacks when, I don't know. Mm, we just the ball look just looks smooth coming out of his hand like on like, a line. It's a, mm-hmm. But Saints ended up, and this is what this podcast, the main podcast, is going to be about. But Saints took on the Buccaneers and put this thirty-eight to three. <laughs> Damn. Um, Monday night football last night. I was gonna cry for the Patriots. I, I wasn't gonna cry honestly, but I was gonna be hurt for Cam Newton. I'm not gonna lie. If they lost to, if you had lost to even Adam, G- not even the Jets, just losing to Adam Gase in general, it's just. Uh, 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 but let me get to the Packers real quick. So the Packers, I kind of switched to my uh, my front runner for the uh, NFC. Because the Seahawks defense is looking rather bleak right now. They, with the, even with Jamal Adams, I don't know if it's how they're using Jamal Adams, but um, they just aren't playing like uh, 
like they used to. You know what I mean? And someone even said the Legion. No, it's not the Legion of Boom. It's the Legion of Room. And I was, that's that's cold. That's cold. That's wrong. But um, but yeah, Seahawks defense is just starting to look a little suspect. Offense is still going to do good. Like I said, they put they put up thirty four points, so the offense is going to do their thing. But like I said, the Bills put up forty four points. So either way, if you can't stop their offense. What are you going to do? So, but. Yeah, now the Packers emerged as my front runners. Their defense is starting to. I mean, as long as they have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're gonna have a shot. Aaron Jones is always tearing it up as well. But um, yeah, I mean, facing a pretty depleted San Francisco team, you know, after what happened to them against the Buccaneers, you know, it's, it's anybody's ball game. It's anybody's ball game, honestly. It's anybody's title. It's they're gonna see the Chiefs. You're gonna see the Chiefs or the Steelers, or really, I don't even know. I really don't even know who's coming out of the AFC, but my if I had to pick top four right now coming out of the NFC, it'd be either Packers, Saints, Seahawks, or the let me flip a coin real quick. Or the Bucks, you know. Uh yeah. Even the Cardinals, you know what I mean? It's just so many damn teams are like Anyone can get you on any given day, you know, and that's the best part. I guess that's that's the best part of this season is that you've seen so many different teams fall, you know. It just reminds you, just goes to show you that, you know, you don't, can't really expect anything, you know. You always got to be on your toes watching football. But but getting back to the Packers, yeah, as long as they have Aaron Rodgers, they'll be they'll be a-okay. Ravens, now the Ravens, as so, hmm, did Des Bryant put up any numbers this week? I know he was activated. I don't think he actually played. But it'll be interesting to see if Des Bryant gets some playing time and see if he is Des Bryant of old. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. The Colts. Now the Colts look they have a great defense. Their offense is Phillip Rivers is not having his best season and if you know how I feel about Phillip Rivers, you'll know what I'm about to say. He's making his case even less and less for Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? It's just slowly dwindling as he, you know, I'd say he just retire personally. It um, sounds bad when I say it like that, but, you know, let me let me put you that. He's, he's not playing horrible. I mean, 10 touchdowns to 7 interceptions, not horrible, but he has a 62.2 QBR rate. You know, it just, he's had a good career, you know. Um, he's put up numbers. Statistically, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But, you know, I'll leave that one alone. I'll just leave that one alone. Um, now, the Chiefs, what can you say about the Chiefs? They're just that damn good. You know what I mean? Whether it's all, offense, defense, they'll go up against any team, and they'll put up numbers against any team. And they'll stop any team when they want to. Mahomes, he's – there's a reason they paid him $500 million to play football, okay? Like <laughs> – this week, 372 yards, four touchdowns, you know. Right now, sitting in the league, he is eighth for touchdowns. Who's first for touchdowns? That's, damn, that's a lot of touchdowns. Hold on. I want to say Russell Wilson's first for touchdowns, I want to say. Let's hop over to Bills and Seahawks real quick. So, like I was saying, Seahawks, their defense is starting to look, ugh. Uh, I say, I say, ugh. Yeah, very, looking very, very, I want to say, I say sus, but uh, you know we can turn around any time. Um, Russell Wilson threw two interceptions. It's a little uncharacteristic for Russell Wilson. He's usually take takes care of the ball pretty well. But if the Bills know how to game plan against, you know, like I said, if the game plan is right, then you know you really can't go wrong. The only way you can go wrong is just execution. But 
But now Russell Wilson's stats don't want to pull up. Let me get off of this. Here we go. Okay, so Russell Wilson is tied 18th with 28 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. Hmm. This can't be right. What a... Hmm. No? Okay, no. He's projected to get... Actually, he's projected to get 56 touchdowns. That's... Damn. <laughs> wow. Um, shit. Well, that's a lot of pauses. My bad. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to keep on scrolling through. Uh, so, yeah, the Bills can even take it out. Like, like I said, you know, it's one of those seasons where, you know, it's really any team's... It's, it's any team's championship, you know? Because any team can come out and bust you in the mouth any day. So... But, like I said, I want to talk about the biggest thing right now, and that is Drew Brees. Now, Drew Brees showed us that he is still indeed Drew Brees, okay? He'll tell us, look, I can't throw the ball 40 yards down the field anymore, all right? I know that. I can barely get it 30 yards down the field. But I will still dice the fuck out of your defense, and I will still put up how many touchdowns. I will still go for... I will still go 26 for 32 with 220 yards and four touchdowns just throwing little dink and dunks down the field because I'm fucking Drew Brees, and that's what I do. So I'm happy to see Drew Brees still doing it like that. It's sad seeing him, like, you know, just throwing those balls down the field. and It kind of reminds you that he's not the same Drew Brees he once was. But I also like the fact that he will st- he's still Drew Brees, and he'll still find a way to get his team into the end zone. So, But, yeah, let me pull up some – Rankings for the NFL real quick. Straight rankings. I don't even want to see. I don't want to see scores right now. I want to see rankings. So. But right now I want to say the Steelers are still undefeated. And they're sitting atop of the league at number one. National Football League. Here we go. So standings in National Football League. We have the. Let's go all league. Let's see, we have Pittsburgh sitting at 8-0, like I said. Kansas City sitting at 8-1. Buffalo sitting at 7-2. We currently have... 1, 2, 3... 6 6-win six, six teams in the league right now. Two 8-win teams. Around... Again, with six two-loss teams. So, uh, let's look at conference real quick. So, right now in the conferences... We have Pitt leading, like I said, Pittsburgh leading the AFC, literally the whole league. Right now, if the, the season were to end today, it would be Pitt, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Tennessee with Baltimore and Las Vegas coming out as the wild cards. And I think, was there something about a seventh wild card? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think there was something like a seventh wild card. Miami would be that seventh team out of the AFC. In the NFC, we'd have New Orleans sitting at number one in the NFC. With Seattle, if the season were to end today, it would be, that is crazy. <laughs> We'd have New Orleans, Seattle, Green Bay, and Philadelphia as the top four seeds. The Philadelphia, wow, they're sitting at three and four, folks. That is amazing. <laughs> they were they would push the LA Rams and Chicago Bears out of the playoffs. That is sad. <laughs> but that's football, that's the way it goes. But... After Philadelphia, they'll have Tampa Bay and Arizona sitting at 5-6 and six for the wild cards. So, 
But like I said, it's anybody's ball game still. Not say anybody's ball game. It's anybody's championship still. Um, right now, statistic wise, who's leading the league? Passing yards, Matt Ryan. Um, I don't want to see passing yards. I'm trying to see touchdowns, man. Because touchdowns more or less will dictate who wins the MVP. Uh, come on now. They have nothing. Come here. Apologize for my stats, people. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson sitting at top of the league with 28 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes sitting at 25. Aaron Rodgers, 24. Brady at 20. So, shout out to them older guys, man. Still doing it. Because we still have. Wait, so look at this. Look at this. We have in the top 10 alone. If I'm not mistaken, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, top 10 alone. We have Drew Brees, Roethlisberger. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. You know, just goes to show you, you know, they still they're still those quarterbacks, you know what I mean? They still who are they are who they are, you know what I mean? So, uh well, we also have Ryan Tannehill, Josh Allen sitting at number 6, tied tied 5th with Ryan Tannehill at 19, Roethlisberger at 7, Drew Brees, Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert the rookie tied at number 8. So, See where my boy Joe Burrow is. Joe Burrow is a 21, but he's on the Bengals, man. We'll give him a, a couple years. But, but anyway, I think I'll leave it off right there with this podcast. Just a little quick sports podcast for you. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I apologize if that podcast was a little bit boring and if the audio was a little bit bad on this one, but uh, I'm still working through it. But uh, I want to get a little quick NFL podcast out there. But yes, be sure to follow me on Apple Music and our podcast on Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at the C. Jackson Show. Go ahead and add me on Snapchat if you want to with CJack2342. Uh, yeah, that's about it. But as always, y'all be good and uh, be on the lookout for new podcast. And uh, yeah. All right, then. Y'all be good. Peace.